So I've got two clients that I spent about an hour on the phone with uh, last night and their question is, are all these business sellers insane? What is going on out there? Hey there everyone, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, podcast that I talk about buying and selling businesses, managing small businesses, financing small businesses. I've got a great story about a call that I did with a couple of clients and I wanted to share a little bit about their frustrations and give you a little bit of an insight behind what might be going on in their situation. Um, first though, I've got a couple of uh, really quick updates. I've got a lot of stuff going on. I just finished recording two more of my books into the audiobook format and right now they're with the sound engineer. So pretty soon, um, in addition to 21 stupid things people do when trying to buy a business, 12 things to do before you consider buying your business will be available as an audiobook. And my first big book, uh, Franchise Warnings, has also been recorded. And so it's going to be available from Audible, iTunes, and from Amazon as an audiobook shortly. Um, I was just down in Miramichi, New Brunswick, where the New Brunswick Community College's Entrepreneurship Program and the National Bank of Canada sponsored me to appear in front of a group of entrepreneurs. And I did for them the Build a Business uh, That People Will Want to Buy workshop, which is basically about how to systematize your small business. I just got the feedback and I wanted to share it with you because the satisfaction with today's session, I scored 12 out of 13. And the presenter's knowledge of the topic, I also scored 12 out of 13. And so you guys out there in YouTube land, uh, you, you weren't there. I mean, most of you, some of the people in the room are now subscribers, but for the most part, you guys weren't able to be there. But uh, that's available as an online program at easysmallbizsystems.com. So if you are going to own a small business or if you own one today, and you are just running around with all the systems and processes in your own head, you need to get them down on paper. This program teaches you a very easy 12 plus one step method to get things down on paper, get your business properly organized so that anyone will be able to see how they can run it. The whole idea is that it makes it easier for, for you to sell one day, but the reality is that when you do this to your business, it becomes easier for you to run in the present and it becomes more profitable most of the time. So check it out if you're a business owner or you intend to be one day. Um, so I got a call from two clients and they sent me a document which had been prepared by a business broker and they wanted to call me and talk to me about the business that was presented. And so I took a flip through this business profile. The, the first flag that went up for me about the business profile is that there, while there were income statements, there were no balance sheets. And without seeing the balance sheets of a business, we have no idea of what the operating capital requirements are of the business. We don't know what kind of inventory level is required, etc. So it's, it's almost like looking at the um, bank statement of a person and not knowing what assets and liabilities they have. So not knowing if they own a house or they owe money on a mortgage or a credit card. And then trying to make a decision about that person based only on the money flowing through, not on what's you know owned as far as assets or owed as far as liabilities. And so, so that was the first frustration. The second thing though that I noticed is that the business broker had listed the SDE, that's the seller's discretionary earnings and the EBITDA as being the same number, which is impossible. And so it immediately brings a spotlight to the fact that the business broker who prepared the profile doesn't understand the difference between those two levels of cash flow. 
if you don't know the difference between EBITDA and SDE, uh, then you should take the online course businessbuyeradvantage.com. It's the cornerstone of all this stuff. In fact, I just got an email today from someone who signed up a week and a half ago who emailed me to tell me that they were going through it. They are halfway through for the second time around in a week and a half, and they thanked me uh, for sending them for they thanked me for the content for creating it. So, businessbuyeradvantage.com. That's the cornerstone of learning how to buy a business. So, the broker didn't understand the difference between SDE and EBITDA. The third flag that went up for me is that there were general addbacks. So for example, the owner's wages, we adjust it, we're supposed to adjust it for fair market value, they just removed it. Um, things like travel and entertainment, meals, uh, we're supposed to adjust them to a normalized number. And instead the broker simply removed them. The idea being that all the meal and travel expenses and vehicle expenses in this business apparently are just the owner's personal money spending that he's hiding in the business. But here's the thing. The business is a seller of materials to uh, hotels and cruise lines and other similar businesses where obviously a sales rep is going to have to get themselves around to go visit prospects, right? And there was a trade show expense. So how on earth do you get yourself to a trade show without spending money on travel and vehicle expenses and meals and entertainment, right? So basically what was happening is the broker simply went through, added back these line items just to try to puff up the, the cash flow number as much as possible. Then they applied a multiplier to it and came up with an asking price. And here's the real kicker. The list of what was included in the business sale was um, you know, the, the business's phone number, the website address, the list of clients, and the inventory, and then there was an asking price. But the business profile didn't say how much inventory was included. And without a balance sheet in the profile, we have no idea what the normal inventory volume of the business is. And so the broker now is asking these guys to make an offer. And clearly the information isn't complete. So here's the punchline of the whole story. My, my clients on the phone ask me, Dave, how can this broker present this to us with all this incomplete information? Doesn't a business broker have to have a rudimentary knowledge of accounting? And what a great question, because it kind of, it, it was like, ding. No, of course not. A business broker does not have to have a rudimentary knowledge of accounting. What a business broker has to have unfortunately, in a lot of markets around the country and around the world, is simply a willingness to work for free. Because the office owners need people to go knock on doors and sign up listings, and they need people to do the paperwork of creating the profiles, and the office owners don't wanna pay these people anything unless a deal closes. So unfortunately, there are a lot of business brokers out there who are simply people that get drawn into the industry because they see the big commission checks that are possible. They don't have an understanding of what they're doing. They haven't invested the year to two years it takes to actually go through a great program like the Certified Business Intermediary Program that the IBBA does. So they haven't gone through the training. They're unfortunately not getting proper oversight in the office that they work in and they end up producing business profiles like the one that I saw, which has incomplete information and it's impossible to determine what's going on in the business and what a reasonable offer might be. And they're just slapping a price on it, hoping to run into someone who doesn't know anything and has a lot of money. 
And so it really doesn't do a very good service to the business owner uh, because they're not going to be able to make a credible sales presentation to a, a reasonable buyer under those under that scenario. And of course, it frustrates these buyers because these two guys have managed to accumulate some money, a reasonable amount of money for a down payment to buy themselves a small to medium sized business. And they're earnestly going out there looking for a good business for them to buy. And every time they try to make an offer based on the information that's available, they end up, number one, coming to the conclusion that the business is way overpriced, which is not a surprise to me because this is pretty normal that a lot of business sellers want two to three times what their business is actually worth. Unfortunately, the brokers are not doing their job, which is to set proper expectations. And clearly the broker involved in this case is unable to set proper expectations because she has no idea what she's doing. It's obvious in the way that the document has been put together. So if you're out there trying to buy a business and you're feeling frustrated and you're beginning to wonder if you're crazy or if it's the world that's crazy, it's just the world that you happen to be talking to. And that's why one of the, one of the things that I often say to people is that you have to get out ahead of the brokers. Because uh, when I was in the industry, the statistic that was bandied about quite often is that it's only one in five businesses that go up for sale actually end up going up for sale with a broker. 80% of businesses change hands privately. And so that means that other people are getting the opportunity to buy good businesses before they arrive at the business broker's office. So in order to get your hands on those businesses, you have to get out in front of the brokers. And that's what uh, the next step my self, uh, self-serve coaching program is about, which you can also find at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Anyway, so keep at it. It's, it's really sometimes um, frustrating uh, when you get this kind of information out there, but um, there are good businesses available to buy, and ideally you get yourself there before they sit down with one of these kinds of brokers, uh, because then ultimately nobody's gonna end up, end up buying the business because uh, nobody's seeing any kind of reasonable presentation. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Talk to you later.